like books. Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. What's up? How you doing? Oh my god, hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Look at us. I'm in a good mood today. You are. Woo! We're recording. We are. Two weeks in a row. On the correct date. On the correct date. It's a Wednesday. Look at us. Woo! Woo! How, how are you, Morgan? You know what? I'm great. I am a little itchy. I am very sorry that you might hear me itch my arms. Um, I went outside. <laughs> and Morgan is allergic to the I sun. I swear to God I'm allergic to the sun. And I mean, I'm a little tanner, which you is are. nice. I might be a little red. Um, how are you doing? I'm great. How was your day? I bet it was very um, mm. yeah, busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day of our summer reading program at our library. Woo! And uh, throughout the day, uh, I had about 100 kids come through the library. That's too many kids. Or more. Um, it might not seem like a lot to maybe larger libraries, but those larger libraries have like full staff. Right. And it was like m- me and a volunteer at first. Oh, no. <laughs> Junior volunteer. Oh, no. And then I didn't get on my one employee until like 10:45 and I was like this is not helpful. I'm gonna die. That's <laughs> fine. I had the two youngest groups first without yeah. her. <laughs> right. When you really need them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was sad. Yeah. But it was great. Good. I'm great. Happy to hear it. Kick off with a summer reading program. Yes. And Ooh. it's so great cuz the kids just they just love it so much. They do. They're so cute. I know. Yeah. And I got to see Morgan today, too, and that was happy. Yeah, because I was like, I'll take pictures with the paper. Hi, children. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Because <laughs> let's see, what did I do today? I had an interview. I had to go to that. And then I had to cover softball. So I was busy today. Yeah, and you went to the wrong game at first. I did. Or I too like, early. I was too early because I thought, so if they play a doubleheader, they have a game at 3.30 and 5.30. And I was like, oh, I'll go to one at 3.30. So I don't have to worry about and then I got there at 3.30 and they're like, oh, it's JV. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I guess I'll sit outside and get tan. <laughs> For two hours. For two hours while I watch the ones well, JV who aren't good. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I like I like watching softball. I think softball is fun. That was my day. <laughs> uh, have you read anything? <gasps> I have. Okay, I want to report that I'm now two books behind schedule. Nice. So I read three books in the week, in last week, uh-huh. and I am very proud of myself. Oh my god! So the first book I read is kind of random. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called *The Dark King* by mm. Gina L. Maxwell. Now you can tell this book didn't mean a lot because I don't quite remember what it's about, even though I read it a week ago today. <laughs> but I will read the description for you. It's about Faye. Okay. So. I like it. It's called Deviant Kings Number One. I have to get a refresher just real quick. <laughs> Bryn goes to Las Vegas. She, I think, just lost her job. And she gets like a random free trip to Vegas. Like, oh my gosh, she's so lucky. Oh, I just, <laughs> to this exclusive uh, hotel and casino called Nightfall. It's like the casino and hotel. So she's like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. What do you mean? I got a this free room. Scam. 
not a scam, but she shows up and they're like, oh my God, we don't, we don't have your number. We don't, well, oh, just kidding. We found you, but you got overbooked. So we'll upgrade you to VIP. So she's like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. And uh, the person who owns this hotel casino, his name is Caden. And Caden is Faye. He is of the Faye king of the dark Faye. Mm-hmm. And no one knows, obviously, that they're Faye. They have to, like, hide it. Ooh, like the mafia. Yeah. And they've, no been, they've been, like, banished from the Faye world. So now they're here in our world and, like, kicking ass. They're, <laughs> he and his brothers, like, own so much of Las Vegas. Uh-huh. So he is, like, a celebrity. And so he spots her in the casino and he's, like, instantly drawn to her. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Hot. She's so hot. I'm going to go talk to her. So then... <laughs> They have a, a woo-woo night, like, whoo, crazy. And uh, they end up obviously having sex several times. And then they got married. And so... <laughs> what are they plotting, Ross and Rachel? <laughs> exactly. Uh, they're very drunk, and they got married. And they woke up the next day, and he's pissed. He's like, that's not me. I don't, I don't do that. Like, someone must have drugged me. Someone must have put a spell on me or whatever. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Because so he's the king. There's, like, a curse on his line of fae that the if the king gets married he can't be separated from his wife or he'll get sick and die like they can't get too far away from each other so he never wants to get married because (laughs) because he can't risk his life like that so he's like i'll no go away and so it's a whole thing and it of course they end up falling in love with each other because that's what they do and uh it turns to this whole big like rivalry war thing between the dark fae and like the light fae or the like the day court and the night court i don't know some courts it's like so what part of the court are they from they are from the night court okay yeah Um, I gave it four stars. I thought it was fun. Uh-huh. It's kind of dumb. It sounds fun, though. But it yeah. was fun. I yeah. had a good time. And that's really what counts. Exactly. It's on Kindle Limited, but I, for some reason, a long time ago, bought the actual physical book. Huh. But who knows? I mean, it was fun. I'm going to read the series, and the series um, follows all three brothers. Nice. So I'm pumped about that. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And so that was one book that I read. <laughs> and then I read an arc that I had. Um, it's called, what just happened to me? Um, it's called Forget Me Not by Julie Soto. Okay. I got this through NetGalley from mm-hmm. the publisher. So thank you mm-hmm. for an exchange for an, uh, an honest review. <laughs> Here it is. So let me tell you what it's about. <laughs> I think her name is Emma. A-M-A. Mm-hmm. Because... The main character calls her Emma, so it's like, yeah, whatever. So mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she is a wedding planner, and she is finally out on her own. She had been working for this big company, and she was doing awesome, so she's like, I'm just going to I'm gonna be on my own. Branch out. Branch no out, because I'm the best. And <laughs> she meets Elliot. He is a florist. He kind of hates being a florist. And he got the business from his dad, who passed away. So it was passed on to him. And he's trying to make it better. Uh, It's grumpy sunshine. So he's very, very grumpy. He hates everybody. And she is like, the sunshine. And she... um, It's obviously a love story between these two. Mm -hmm. Um, As she gets, like, 
the wedding of the year. Um, of like an influencer, I forget, and her girlfriend, fiance, future wife. And it's this huge like wedding, you know, it's like two slips. It's a celebrity wedding. It's yeah. August. So it's a big job for her. Right. And it's told in two different points of view. But her point of view is the present. And Elliot's point of view is the past, kind of when they first meet and what led to them breaking up. Because they were together and then they broke up. Mm. And then present day, she... They want him to be their florist because he's gotten a lot better since they broke up. And it's them getting back together. And... With this wedding, and it's very, very good. I want to read my review to you. Awesome. I said, what a surprise. I adored everything about this book, from the way it was told, the characters, the plots, and the flowers. They talk so much about flowers. It's so cute. He he is an architect, so he, like, makes these structures out of flowers. It is very cool. They, like, make a dance floor with, like, see-through with flowers in it. Very cool. I want to see everything. Right. Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. So. Do a point so of view. Props to, props to Julie Soto for. What's her name? Yeah. Julie Soto. Okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> for being so descriptive and yeah, knowing and the, he, like, he the research. Yeah, and he has these tattoos and they're of extinct flowers and you learn about all these extinct flowers and uh, her name is Amaryllis. That's what her, it's what Amma mm-hmm. is short for, which is also a flower. He gets that tattooed on his body. Oh my God. It's so cute. I oh love him so much. Oh my gosh. I love him so much. Um, and I'm like, I love weddings, which made this book so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> And it, it, you follow all the steps of them planning this wedding, which I thought was adorable. Mm-hmm. I didn't give it a full five stars because I thought it kind of ended too quickly. Mm-hmm. Everything was like wrapped up really quick. I wanted more. You always want more. Like yeah. this romance, I just, all of a sudden it was like, boom. Done. Ta-da. Six months later, epilogue. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, what the fuck? And it also talks a lot about her. She had, Emma has... Uh, like commitment issues, sort of. Her mom's been married 16 times. <sighs> so she doesn't have a very good example of what a good marriage is mm-hmm. and what a good relationship is. So she doesn't want a relationship, which was one of the reasons why they broke up in the first place. And Elliot was devastated. And because he really loved her. Oh my God, that was so cute. Mm-hmm. And so it talks a lot about her issues with commitment, which I thought was very interesting. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this book. It's like a 4.5 stars, but I can't give it a full on five stars. So I'm like, the ending was meh. The mm-hmm. ending was a little bit too quick, but it was very, very cute. Mm-hmm. Apparently she, the author writes fan fiction. And this was her first, like, novel novel mm-hmm. and in the acknowledgements she was like thank you Allie Hazelwood for for encouraging me to actually write a book and I was like oh my god you're friends with Allie Hazelwood oh my god whose book just came out in real time us yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very true. exciting I have it I own it I want to read it mm-hmm. so then I read that I loved yes. it 4.5 stars nice. thank you to Nick Allen the publisher woo uh, <laughs> even though I just got denied for a book today that made me sad but it's Aww. fine <laughs> So the third book I just finished last night. It's called Reckless Chestnut Springs Number Four by Elsie Silver. This just came out. This just came out last. Was it just this Tuesday? No, I can't be. That was just yesterday. <laughs> Did it just come out yesterday? So it came out in June. Yeah, it came out in June. Oh no, June 9th. Okay. Okay. So that's not quite as. Okay. So 
<laughs> um, this follows Theo. Theo is a bull rider. He he's a notorious ladies man. He's trying to turn his life around and be serious and all this stuff. And the Winter, the female main character, is the sister of the woman from book one, whose name is Summer. Nice. Summer and Winter. Um, it's stupid. I think Elsie Silver knows that it's stupid. <laughs> and she did it and anyway. She did it anyway, because Summer is like the happy and sweet and live loving main character, and then Winter is like the ice queen. <laughs> it is a surprise pregnancy trope. Oh. Which I dislike so much. Agreed. In most other books. Ah. But this one was adorable. I loved it so much. So I think I... So it follows Winter and Theo. Winter Winter has a lot of, like, family issues. Her... Her mom and dad didn't have a good marriage. And then her dad cheated on her mom with Summer's mom. So Winter's mom... um, Treated Summer like shit. She he had sex with the nanny, and then mm. the nanny left Summer at his door. So, both kids in one household, but the dad favored Summer and the mom favored Winter, and it made just really terrible relationships with everybody. Everyone hated each other, and so Winter has a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with men and with relationships, she doesn't and she's not into it, mm-hmm. and. It's this whole other side story with Summer's or Winter's ex-husband. It's gross, but I won't get into it. And uh, he treats her like shit. He like, he, okay. So he was a doctor and Summer was in the hospital when she was a teenager. And he like groomed her and um, got with her when she turned 18. Ew. And Winter didn't know that. And then he felt like she fell in love with him and they got married. And Summer didn't tell her. So it's a whole thing. It's this whole thing. And so this book starts off with Winter getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And she has a one night stand with Theo. Theo is like a friend of the family with this whole ranch. And um, they have like an agreement, you know, one night, that's it. And we'll move on. And turns out Winter gets pregnant. And she had previously had a miscarriage and she's always wanted kids. So she's, she's like, you know what? She's like fine um i'm gonna tell him and so she finds his number and sends him a message and she just gets a message back thanks for telling me and like never hears from him and she's like well fuck it i'm gonna be a single mom and so she gives birth to vivi like you know nine months later and <laughs> as, she, one does. as one does when you have a baby and <laughs> she you know living her best life as a single mom and then Theo comes back in the picture and it turns out he didn't get that message. It, he gave his phone to somebody else and then didn't, that someone didn't tell him. It was a whole miscommunication thing. And he like steps into the dad role right away. It's so fucking cute. He's, he's like, wait a second, I'm a dad. Yeah. And he's like so upset that he didn't get to see anything. He missed like the first like nine months of this, his little girl's mm. life. It was so, it was so cute. His relationship with his daughter is just the cutest thing in the whole entire world. And I loved everything about it. My ovaries. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want kids, but my God, this is so cute. Like, this is so fucking cute. <sighs> I gave it five stars. I loved it so much. Aww. Yeah, And like, they're, and he likes Winter because Winter doesn't give 
shit about anybody and winter just does whatever she wants and he loves that he's like i love your claws like he's not he doesn't want to change her like he loves that about her i'm like oh my god i love you i love everything about this it was so cute yeah i loved it (laughs) that's so great yeah i love this series so much i just feel so corny about it but it's just so cute Oh my goodness. Cowboy era. Okay, listen. Listen. It's just I like that. Elsie Silver era. It's not just like cowboy. It's just Elsie Silver. Yeah. Because I read eight of her books. In Yeah. In like two months. <laughs> I feel like it's a month. Like four weeks. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot. At least two a week. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did, I read three in like one episode for us. Yeah, yeah. So So that helps. That adds to the numbers. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. I'm mentally fine. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Clearly. Um, But yeah, that's what I've read. I'm now two books behind schedule, and I'm very excited. Inching. Nice. Back. Fighting back. Like, yeah. Army crawl. Yeah. You know, because I got good news about my dad, so now I'm in a better mood. I'm happy yeah. that I'm just like, mm-hmm. he's doing great. Yes. So we're just having a great time. I'm very itchy. I'm fine. You're doing great. Thank you. How about you? What have you read? Well, I am currently six books behind schedule. Oh, so <laughs> not doing great. You went the wrong way. <laughs> however, however, uh-huh. I finally fucking finished. <gasps> Kingdom of Ash! Which is number seven in the Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Maas. Now listen to anyone who's like, why are you so far behind in books? First of all, shut up. It's my book list. First of all, shut up. It's my book list. Second of all, Uh uh the audiobook for (laughs) this fucking Mm -hmm. book Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is... Yep. It's like 30 It's like 32 hours. Yeah. 33 hours. It's very long. That's, for anyone who's curious and who's never listened to an audiobook before, your average 9, 10 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was three books in one. Yeah. And it took me a very long time to read it. I was like, how long did it take you to read it? Because you started and then you get distracted by something else and like you have to put it down and come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if Goodreads, oops. three months. <laughs> It's fine. It's three months. Yeah. Um, it should count as three books. It should. Um, it doesn't on Goodreads. Right. Which is rude. It should, but it yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Dear Goodreads. Dear Goodreads. Stop being a bitch. Love, Fuck you. Sophia. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Bye. <laughs> something I did start as well mm-hmm. is Page Boy by Elliot Page. <gasps> Wonderful. Uh, I pre-ordered it. It came out on June 6th. Mm-hmm. I know last week you were worried about it not being signed. It was. It was I'm signed. I'm so fucking yes. excited. It Hell yeah. Signed. That's freaking cool It is cool adorable. Shit. He's got the teeniest little signature Yeah, it was there. not very big. I was like, like dude, okay. Dude, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of flourish. Nope. A little bit of flourish, nope. but it's okay. No. Nope. So, and it was like, it wasn't like the title. I feel like they usually, t- like, the title yeah. page, but it was just a tip in. <laughs> right. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm not going to complain. I don't care. It's in my book. It's, it's in my book. signed. It's signed. Yep. No big deal. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, he's, my a, he's a famous actor. <laughs> like, like no fine. big deal. <clears throat> he's so good. <laughs> Anywho. So, uh, I started it. I am, I think about halfway. Nice. 
It is a little hard because he, I didn't know he was Canadian, by the way. He's Canadian. I didn't know that either. Me either. Mm-hmm. So, but he grew up um, as the, I guess, odd man out, to be honest. Oh, no. Um, I mean, you know, obviously he's trans. Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up, he ca- got called dyke. Um, derogatory terms, shoved in the boys' bathroom, oh you God. know, and then would get in trouble coming out of the boys' bathroom because shoved in, right. and so it's just you can tell it was really hard for him to hmm. even write about this, and it's just very interesting. But it's a it's a hard read, and it's possible right. that it'll be a little bit easier. You know, maybe once he finds himself. And, right, you once know, he gets older and out of the yeah. high school terrible shit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so it, it's, I'm excited to learn a little bit more about him. I think yeah. his parents are divorced, and mm. so there's that growing up, mm-hmm. and then, but yeah, super interesting. Very good. Um, and it. narrated by him. <gasps> Even better. So, no, even don't. better. And then I also started to kind of break it up a little bit because I could never apparently read one book at a time. Like, it's just like, no, 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 no. I started A Crown of Ivy and Glass. Hmm. It's the Middle Mist trilogy number one by Claire Legrand. Love it. Uh, I received this as a arc through NetGalley. So, thank you to NetGalley and the publisher Woo! for an, an advanced reader copy. It actually came out june 13th so mm-hmm. in our time yesterday uh i am not done with it <laughs> that's uh, fine but we have um miss Gemma ashbourne uh she is a lady uh she is a young lady and she is absolutely beautiful rich etc etc mm-hmm. and she this world is magical and magic makes miss Gemma sick oh shit yeah so like her family uses these like kind of like a porky <laughs> but they're like a ripple and you walk through like the ivy and you're suddenly in another oh, location like that cool, type of thing cool so like to travel through it um her family has to go first and then she can go in and it doesn't make her as sick mm-hmm. and so it like she gets violently ill and her sister and something about how like she was supposed to be chosen to go live at this like academy to help that the the women who live at the academy uh, protect the kingdom from, like, bad mythical creatures that try to come in. Oh, okay. So then they, like, they can turn into beasts. Mm-hmm. They, they learn how to turn themselves into a beastie to protect Very people cool. from beasties. Very cool. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. I understand it so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Gemma runs across, well, like this guy comes to stay at her family's house. Um, his name is... George. Stephen. Talon. Talon. We know it's close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hers, his family is a bunch of winemakers. And his Love dad, like they had like fallen from grace because like basically when the gods were destroyed or when the gods died, their magic like blasted out and some people were like lucky enough to find a shard of it mm-hmm. and then absorb it and then their families passed down with that magic okay and his family was blessed with a certain kind of magic but instead of like 
using that, they became like winemakers instead. And people were like, why the fuck you do that? Right. You're wasting your magic. You're wasting your magic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So he is also an empath. Uh, so he can, you know, in this world, then control people's emotions and things. Oh. Uh, but basically, he's under the impression that his his family was destroyed and seduced by a demon. Okay. And he thinks this there is a this demon or an, or a similar demon has is trying to destroy her family by causing a feud between her and family and another family. So he's like to to help your family out and to get even with the demons or this demon. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to try to help her figure out what's going on with this other rival family so that ta-da. everyone's happy. So that everyone's happy. Right. So then maybe he can figure out his curse and her family's curse and all okay. that okay. stuff. Okay. So they have to like spy on these this Basques family. Um, which they were like talking to a horde of crows. So I'm pretty sure that's fucking shady shit. <laughs> and, uh, she, this Gemma is a pretty, like, is it promiscuous? Oh. Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the beginning of the book, she's talking about how like she let this one Duke go down on her. And I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So is this is what not the YA? Fuck? <laughs> I don't, I thought it was. <laughs> um... Oh. But I don't think so. Okay, because maybe this is it says first. young adult fantasy okay, in well, the thing. Know, I don't know what to tell you. But I would put it in adult fantasy, right? Because that's not usually something that they talk about. In there's a lot of physical things, huh. um, so it's definitely adult in my mind. Has I she would said say, her age at all, or um, it says that she's young. I don't hmm. remember. Interesting. Interesting. How old she is? Okay. And also, our mother abandoned the family when she was a kid. Um, so there's that and she's got two sisters and one of them like can play music and like it drives people wild oh yeah but she also hates that because then people are like she's getting like people are like marry me you have to marry me and she's like no and they're they get mad then like they like are in love with her and um, then as soon as she denies them they turn on her so it's yikes scary you know, that doesn't sound like fun yeah Mm-mm. yeah and then uh yeah, so I'm assuming her mother might come back, or there might be something to do with the curse. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm, how are I'm you, liking how are you, it. You like it? I I do like it. I am. I wanted to read her other series, the mm-hmm. Furyborn series. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if you like this. Right. Maybe. It is. I am 29 percent in. Okay. So 14 hours and 57 minutes left. Wow, so, that's a long one. Yeah. But that's at half. That's not half. Right. That's just like full. What's, yeah. yeah. Right. So it is long, mm-hmm. but I am liking it. Good. Um, a little confused on a there's couple There's a lot things. going on. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot. Yeah. I also received the book on Libby today. Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail Ooh. Um, by Ashley Herring Blake. It's yeah. the second book in... I can't remember the name of the series, but the first one was Delilah Green Doesn't Care. I have no idea what the series is. I don't remember. I think it's like Mystic Falls, Mystery something Mystic. Mystic Falls sounds like something else. Bright Falls. Mystic Falls, I think, is uh, Vampire Diaries. Okay, so I'm like, why does that sound like something else? <laughs> Definitely Vampire Diaries. Okay. Vampire Diaries. 
You were so, close. Yes. With the falls in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So bright falls. Bright. Bright. Mm-hmm. Close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to be currently reading Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. I think that's my next book. I have high hopes. I, oh, it's fake dating. Apparently it's fake dating. I fucking love fake dating. So. Which was also the first one. Right. So I think, I mean, Allie Hazelwood has a, like a formula. Right. It's what she does. I loved it in Love Hypothesis. I didn't like it in the, whatever the second one was. Mm-hmm. Love something. I don't remember. You didn't like it, so I didn't read it. (laughs) I feel like I should reread it, but I don't want to. No, Um, don't do it. Excuse me. That was a weird sound I just made. So I'm just hoping this is good. I'm nervous. I'm afraid. And then Allie Hazelwood's coming out with a YA book. Did you know that? No. It's called Checkmate. Ow. I don't know when it's coming out, though. I think November. November's a big month. Is it? Yeah. It usually is. That's when... I don't know why I said, is it? Like, is I it? Like, ma'am, you know. I do you know. You do know. Yeah. That's when the second The Starless Seat book comes out. <sighs> I'm so excited. Okay. Anyway, that kind of has uh, leading us into... Today's topic. Today's topic. Because we're talking about book releases. Yay. In the third quarter of the year. Which, holy shit, third quarter already? I am in shock. Because I was like, oh, I just have to do it through August. And I was like, oh, no, that's through September, too. And September in my head is fall. Yeah. Like, August is like the end of summer. Right. Even though it's usually very hot in oh, August. It's, it's the end. Even though summer or fall doesn't come until like the 21st of September. But right. still, it doesn't feel like it should be with the same group mm-hmm. as these two hot months. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. So I, ha- <laughs> I Sophia called me earlier today and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I have like nothing prepared for today. She's like, okay, that's fine. I have plenty. I'm totally fine. And I have plenty. It yeah. should be great. And then I came home early from softball and I was like, Google, 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 what's up? Very and quickly. So you got several. I have a lot. I'm long super, list now. super I, excited. I was quick. Nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So should we like go every other? What should we do? You go first and then okay. I'll jump in when I have ones that are relevant. Okay. Well, a lot of mine are a little different because there aren't, I didn't find a whole lot of like ones that I was looking forward to mm-hmm. from authors that I know. So yeah. I just kind of went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So my first one is Business or Pleasure by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Mm-hmm. I have read several other of several others. Mm-hmm. by Rachel Lynn Solomon in the past. <laughs> and I have no idea what this is about, but I trust her that it will be good. I'm going to look mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. It comes out July 4th. <laughs> America! Aww. That's what happens when it's... America! Yeah. When it's what? Um, uh, the holidays on a Tuesday. Oh, I hate <laughs> that so much. Um, it involves a ghostwriter... That's all I remember. Um, Chandler Cohen has never felt more like a ghost in Ghostwriter until she attends a signing for a book she wrote and the author doesn't even recognize her. The evening turns more promising when she meets a charming man at the bar and immediately connects with him. But when all their sexual tension culminates in a spectacular awkward hookup, she decides it's one night better off 
is better off as forgotten. Unfortunately, that's easier said than done. Her next project is ghostwriting a memoir for Finn Walsh, a C-list actor best known for a love playing a lovable nerd on a cult classic werewolf show, who now makes a living appearing at fan conventions across the country, but Chandler knows him better from their one-night stand of hilarious mishaps. Nice. So I'm excited. For that this. sounds good. I love the X-Talk, the weather girl or weather man or weather something. Something. Was okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this one. Yay! Yeah. Woo! Nice. Woo! Um, my next one is Forget Me Not by Julie Soto. Mm-hmm. Just talked about it. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Comes out July 11th. Excellent. Maybe you should get it if you like romance. Just saying. <laughs> and love flowers. And grumpy sunshine. Oh. Really? I love a good grumpy sunshine. Give mm-hmm. me a good grumpy main character. Mm-hmm. 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 I love it. <laughs> Uh, my next one is Immortal Longings by Chloe Gong. Do you have that one? <laughs> I wrote that one down. Oh, no, <laughs> I bought, I actually wrote Chloe Gone. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. In my haste. Uh, I have heard of Chloe Gong. Yes. I have not read any of their books so far, but yes. I have heard they're good. I have. I actually mm-hmm. own a couple. Yeah, I think it's the These Violent Delights yes. series. Yep. yep. It's the most popular one, I think, yes. written. This is the first adult fantasy, I think, that mm-hmm. they've written. So I think so. That should be good, I hope. Yes. I'm looking for more fantasy books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says that this is inspired by Shakespeare's Antony and Cleopatra. Oh. And is a fiery collision of power, power plays, spilled blood, and romance amidst a set of deadly games. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That sounds intense. It does. Hmm. It should be really good. I hope so. Comes out sometime in July. <laughs> it comes out July 18th. Perfect. I didn't write it down. I stopped writing them down after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was in a hurry. Um, do you want to say one one of your next ones? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> my next one is Hello Stranger by Catherine Center. Mm-hmm. I read The Bodyguard by Catherine Center and I really enjoyed it. And I know a friend of ours also did. So I am excited about this. This comes out... I hate the new Goodreads. I don't understand where anything is. Oh, July 11th. Okay, I found it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled. <laughs> um, I don't really know what it's about, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just read the first... Okay, so the first paragraph just says, Sadie Montgomery never saw what was coming. Literally. One minute, she's celebrating the biggest achievement of her life, placing as a finalist in the North American portrait society competition so maybe she draws i don't know draws portraits i guess the next she's lying in a hospital bed diagnosed with a probably temporary condition known as face blindness that sucks she can see but every face she looks at is now a jumbled puzzle of disconnected features imagine trying to read a book upside down in in another language this is sadie's new reality with every face she sees (gasps) As a portrait artist, that sounds very difficult. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Picasso. Yeah. But as she struggles to cope, hang on to her artistic dream, work through major family issues, and take care of her beloved dog, Peanut, she falls into love, lust, a temporary obsession to distract from the real problem in her life, with not one, but two very different ones. The timing couldn't be worse. 
And it goes on and on. It's long. But, nice. I mean, the idea of face blindness as yeah. a portrait artist just sounds terrible. It does. Yeah. That should be good. I hope so. <laughs> I'll probably read it a year from now. Right. Like I read The Bodyguard like way after it came out, but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. It's totally fine. And then I went on like a... Not like a literary fiction mystery thriller kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. This one is called Everyone Here is Lying by Sherry Lapina. Mm-hmm. This comes out July 20th. I've heard of Sherry Lapina as like a thriller writer. Mm-hmm. I've never read anything by her, but you know, she sounds interesting. She's a New York Times bestseller, so that's that's important. got that's gotta be something mm-hmm. welcome to stan hope a safe neighborhood a place for families william wooler is a family man on the surface but he's been having an affair an affair that ended horribly this afternoon at a motel up the road so when he returns <laughs> to his house devastated and angry to find his difficult nine-year-old daughter avery unexpectedly home from school william loses his temper hours later Am- avery's family declares her missing Suddenly, Stanhope doesn't feel so safe, and William isn't the only one on his street who's hiding a lie. As witnesses come forward with information that may or may not be true, Avery's neighbors become increasingly unhinged. Who took Avery Wooler? Nothing will prepare you for the truth. Fuck. Sounds intense. I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh my oh. goodness. Sounds cuckoo bananas. Well, it kind of reminds me of, um, I watched Bailey Sarian, Murder Mystery Makeup Monday, mm-hmm. and she did one a couple weeks ago about a little girl who, like, disappeared from her front yard, mm-hmm. and, like, this, the, the one sister was up front, or something like that, and mm-hmm. one sister came in, but the other one didn't. She's like, I don't know, she wasn't playing with me, you know, I don't know where she is. Right. And then they, like... They find they spend like I think it's like a week or two looking for this girl. I don't remember how long, and eventually the neighbor across the street finds the little girl crushed under her teenage son's bed. Oh my god! Yeah, like not crushed, but like he was under. She was under. I think was it a water bed? Was she dead? Yes, dead. Oh my god! Yeah. <gasps> The neighbor's teenage son? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Across the street. Oh, my God. They were looking for this daughter for like a week or two. So the kid kid killer? Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. And then it turned out like the the husband or dad or whatever was like, like of the teenage boy Uh was like controlling and a narcissist and Mm. abusive and all this shit. But, like, that's not an excuse no. to murder a little girl. No. But it was fucked up. It starts from somewhere. Yeah. It was really fucked up. So it just reminds me of that, kind of. That's, like, this little girl goes missing. Yeah. And what ha- the like, answer may surprise you. I was I was shocked. I love that. Not love it. But right. You know, I like, love so crazy interesting. Right. Yeah. I love learning about it. Mm-hmm. The book, I, the next book I have? Yes. Please. It please, is please. One of Us is Back. It is the third bu- book in the in One of Us is Lying is series lying. by Karen McManus. Mm-hmm. This is young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, ever since Simon died in detention, life hasn't been easy for Bayview, Bayview 
crew. Okay, that's a weird name. <laughs> for Bay- for the Bayview Four had to prove they weren't killers, the new generation had to outwit a vengeful copycat. Now it's beginning again. Uh-oh. At first, the mysterious billboard seems like a bad joke. Time for a new game, Bayview. But when a member of the crew disappears, it's clear that this game just got serious and no one understands the rules. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. I have not read any of those books, but I know people who have and have loved yeah. them. Yeah, I read mm-hmm. the first book and mm-hmm. I really loved it. Uh, I didn't like the plot of the second one, so oh. I didn't read it. Okay. Because it was like about like someone's sister mm. or something like that. Like one of the, the four from the first book, it was like her sister and there was oh. like online bullying going on or something like that. I don't know. I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. But that one sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I like it. High school drama. I do enjoy it sometimes. Sometimes. Other times not. Do you want to keep going? No. Okay. My next one is called The Block Party by Jamie Day. This comes out July 18th. And I don't know, the first like paragraph just kind of hooked me or the like just like the intro in general so this says this summer meet your neighbors the residents of the exclusive cul-de-sac on elton road are entangled in a web of secrets and scandal utterly unknown to the outside world even to each other on the night of the annual summer block party there has been a murder but who did it and why takes readers back to one year earlier as rivalries and betrayals unfold discovering that the real danger lies within their own block and nothing and no one is ever as it seems Ooh. right that sounds so good <laughs> oh my god like i just ah oh, it just sounds good i love like i don't know small town drama I don't know if this is a small town. As but like long a as, black... like, a, I'm not involved in it. Oh, yeah. If I'm reading about it and it, like, makes me, like, oh, yeah, small town. But, like, I love right. it. I live for it. It makes, it just makes me happy. Nice. Other people's shit, you know? Right. <laughs> I literally just, like, was, like, looking at a list real quick and it said forget-me-not. And I was like, oh, an ambitious wedding planner must work for his ex. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sophia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this one kind of gives me like Kristen Hanna vibes. It's called The Summer of Songbirds by Christy Woodson Harvey. Ooh. Um, not, like Kristen Hanna, not like historical fiction Kristen Hanna, like Firefly Lane Kristen Hanna. Did you read Firefly Lane? I didn't. Okay. Oh, my sister Sorry. did. Never okay. I was like, someone I know did. <laughs> And all I know is that it's something about summer camp. And I was like, sign me up. I love summer camp. Like, yeah. I love books that take place at summer camp or that people come back to summer so camp. So much can happen. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Exactly. I've read, like, romance and I've read mystery thriller. And I just love, if I want books about summer camp, if you people know books about summer camp, please DM us on Instagram because Morgan wants to know. I want to read all of them. All of them. All of them. Every one of them. <laughs> all i read was the first part that says four women come together to save the summer camp that changed their lives and rediscovered themselves in the process in this moving new novel novel from the new york times best-selling author of the wedding veil and peachtree bluff series so it sounds like literary fiction-ish quote-unquote mm-hmm. women's fiction-ish which i hate the term but i don't know how else to describe 
that book's kind of. Right. Um, but this is very long. It talks about each one of these women, and I don't care enough to right, right, talk right, about right. it. Um, it's a lyrical and unforgettable celebration of female friendship, summertime freedom, and enduring sisterhood, and a love letter to the places and people that make us who we are. That sounds so cute. That does sound so I love cute. it. I'm, I hope it's good. <laughs> you too. Right? Are you ready for my next one? I want to hear your next one. So bad. This is called The Carnival Carnival of Curiosities by Amy Gibbs. Oh. It says, a dazzling gothic tale of Fautesian bargains. Words are hard. They are Jealousy and murder set in a spectacular circus where star-crossed lovers, destinies... And our, sorry, Starcost Lovers' destinies are forged. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> at an unexpected price for readers of V.E. Schwab's The Invisible Life of Eddie Rue. <gasps> oh, don't get me like that. That's so mean. <laughs> it's supposed to come out July 11th. Uh, do you want me to read the description? If you want. Um, in Victoria, London, where traveling sideshows are the very principle of entertainment. Pinnacle. I think I shouldn't read it. (laughs) You got it, man. I believe in you. (laughs) Are the very pinnacle of entertainment. There is no more... There is no more coveted ticket than Ash and Pretiris' Carnival of Curiosities. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I don't know. Each, Each performance is a limited engagement, and London's elite... Boldly dare the dangerous streets of Southwark to witness the carnival's astounding assemblage of marvels. For a secret few, however, the real show begins behind the curtain. Mm. Rumors about the show's proprietor, Aurelius Ash, is more than an average magician. Magician. It's said that for the right price, he can make any wish come true. Mm. No one knows the truth of this claim better than Lucian the Lucifer, the carnival's star attraction. Born with the ability to create fire, he's dazzled spectators since he was a boy. Hmm. And then when... Just give up. It's uh, too long. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Just skip it. If Anywho. there's more than, like, two paragraphs, I give up. <laughs> that was just the first. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> so, as long as it doesn't give me... Fantasy, historian fiction, <gasps> romance fiction, historical, gothic, okay, paranormal. Can you tell me what the title is again? Carnival of Curiosities. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. As long as it's it not, like, um, the Night Circus vibe. I fucking hated that. So, I'd rather have... Anything else but the Night Circus? Yeah, because that book drove me I, insane. We I both hated, hated it so it. much. Yeah, not a fan. No. Your turn. Uh, my next one is called You with a View by Jessica Joyce. The little teaser says two high school enemies must reunite on a road trip inspired by their grandparents' broken engagement in this electric debut romance. Ooh. It comes out July 11th. Is it... Who publishes it? No one knows. Berkeley. Of course I do. (laughs) I have a vendetta against Berkeley because they hate me. (laughs) Oh, no. They have very specific... 
requirements for NetGalley. And if you don't meet them, you don't get them. And it's like, you have to have like 10,000 followers. That's so fucking stupid. So, never getting that. (laughs) That is unattainable. So, I just kind of read the little, um, okay, I just want to read Noelle Shepard is unemployed, living with her parents and grieving the loss of her beloved grandmother when she discovers decades-old photos of Graham and a smitten man tucked alongside a love letter. She creates a TikTok to search for the mystery man, which goes viral, and she's shocked when her grandson responds, a man who happens to be her high school nemesis, Theo Spencer. (gasps) Noelle refuses to let Theo's annoying accomplishments in adulthood or his sexy smirk stand in the way of meeting his his grandfather and unlocking the secrets he knew about her gram as a young woman. When she learns that their plans to elope were thwarted, Noelle decides to take a honeymoon road trip they planned and never got to carry out. There's a catch, though. Paul, Theo's grandfather, asks to come with her and insists that Theo join them. It's a miracle if they make it through the, the trip without Noelle throwing Theo out of the moving car or the bed they end up sharing. One bed trope. Okay. Uh, as the miles tick by, the tension simmers hotter between them until she discovers that Theo's hiding a secret that could cause their tenuous relationship to end before it can restart. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I love that the grandpa's going to be involved. That sounds yeah. super cute. That is so cute. I love that she creates a TikTok and is like... I know. I was like, TikTok. TikTok? Oh, my God. But, like, I don't I don't love that that's involved because I it, it just ages quickly it just mm-hmm. but uh right. it doesn't age well i don't care I don't right know. <laughs> i mean who knows how long the tiktok's gonna be legal yeah. in the united could states be banned tomorrow tomorrow who, who knows? fucking knows banned in montana which would suck right sorry montana i mean the four people that live in montana i'm just kidding <laughs> oh poor hank green um hey, we love hank we hank has cancer it is losing its hair but he talks about everything. He talks about, about the whole process and what it all does. does. So he's very smart. Very smart man. Anyway. <laughs> My next book. I'm sorry. What is this? It says Goodbye Earl by Lisa Cross Smith. Four women take fate into their own hands in this big hearted story of friendship, resilience, and revenge on monstrous men. Um... Taking inspiration from the infamous empowering yeah. song Goodbye Earl follows by four best friends through unforgettable summers 15 years apart. Okay, well. I'm going to fucking read that. I'm marking that as to read. Want to read? There's a giveaway. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's a giveaway. There's like pie on the cover. Oh my God, I love it. I love that. A revenge novel. Those black eyed peas. Shut up. I love that so much. Oh my goodness. That's one of my favorite songs. I love that song. I love that song. It's classic. I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I did karaoke, I would do Goodbye Earl. I mean. 100%. Goodbye Earl. You need a break. Let's go out to the thing. I'm sorry, I'm not going to sing. Earl. You don't want to hear me sing anymore. Back to lunch. <laughs> Wrapped up in that tarp. Okay. This one just came up. It's called The Librarianist by Patrick DeWitt. Oh, I saw that on the list. Um, this is a story of Bob Comet, a man who has lived his life through and for literature, unaware that his own experience is in a 
point is a poignant and affecting narrative in itself. All I saw about it was that he loves books. And, and he's retired. He's retired. And there's something about an, an older woman. Yeah, who, he starts volunteering at a center. Yes. After he, like a woman gets lost and he brings her back to that center and then he starts volunteering at that center. Yep. That's all I knew about it. Yep. But it sounded adorable. Yeah. It says, behind Bob's com- Bob Comet's straight man facade is the story of an unhappy child's runaway adventure during the last days of the Second World War, of true love won and stolen away, of the purpose and pride found in the librarian's vocation, and the pleasure of a life lived to the side of the masses. Bob's experiences are imbued with melancholy, but also bright, bright, sustained comedy. He has a talent for locating bizarre and outsized players to welcome onto the stage of his life. Interesting. It looks, sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's giving me, I don't know, a Frederick Bachman vibes. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Same, mm-hmm. same, 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 same. So, there's that. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any more for July? No. Let's move on to August. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> the first book I want to talk about is called Curves for Days by Laura Moher. Maher, M-O-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Comes out August 22nd. I have an arc for this. I have not read it yet, but I'm very excited about it. I will read what it's about very quickly. <clears throat> Rose Barnes has got curves for days. And to Agnes Drummond, the big bearded contractor working on her new house, she's the perfect thorn in his side. Little does she know, Agnes is perturbed on a daily basis by his attraction to this cheery, smart-ass woman with her sunshiny enthusiasm, her kindness, and her beautiful body. Agnes feels he has a debt to pay to the world and doesn't deserve love until he pays it. Best to keep his mind on his work and his hands to himself. But the more Rose sees of Agnes's gruff, honorable thoughtfulness and the more rusty laughter she surprises from him, the more she wants him to. As their unlikely friendship becomes love, antagonism turns to partnership and Rose's house becomes a home, but Rose is keeping a secret that could blow up everything with Agnes. And sure enough, it comes to light at the worst possible time. Of course it does. There's always a secret and it always fucks everything up. But I was excited because it's uh, plus size romance. Yes. I will read them till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. And big girls need love too. So I am very excited about it. Woo! I love that. Have you heard that? It's like Mika or Micah song. Big mm. girls, you are beautiful. I'll send it to you. I have not. Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> there was one, and I have it on my list. Um, however, it is in the third book in a series. I hate that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but it's got a musician on the cover. Uh, it's called uh, Kiss the Girl. It is number three in the Meant to Be series by oh. Zoraida Cordova. Yeah. So the series, um, it's like a Disney oh, uh, mm-hmm. retelling Rom- adult romance mm-hmm. right because yes. the first one julie murphy wrote about cinderella it was like a cinderella retelling yes 
Yes, if the shoe fits. Yep. Second one's by the book. Yep. Uh, second one's by Jasmine Guillory. Guillory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I know yes. things. And so this one must be obviously uh, aerial retelling. Uh huh. And um, she's super cute on the front cover. And she's got a microphone. Oh my god! And that's adorable. Right? Okay. God damn it! I gotta ask <laughs> um, I don't know if they're. Uh, they must be in the same universe, but there must be companion novels. And, oh, there's um, books called "Kiss the Girl." That's fine. <laughs> that looks so cute. I thought it did. That's also a, that's a giveaway. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, a modern day. Nope, a modern tale of unexpectedly falling in love and finding your voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're finding so many good books that I haven't heard of. I'm excited about them. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot for August. I can't find this stupid fucking book. That I <laughs> and so I feel like a crazy person. What does it sound like? Can you describe it to me? Because <laughs> I was like, okay. I'll just be... Ooh, I love a challenge. Um, because... Who's it by? Rachel Lippincott. Oh. Hmm. 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 Did you just Google it? No, just, I don't want to talk about it. You do yours Rachel. next. Okay, I was going to help you. <laughs> so, um, Cruel Seduction by Katie Robert comes out in August. That is book number five in the Dark Olympus series. I could it be lying right. to myself and to you and yeah. to everybody, but <laughs> I think it is. I don't know what it's about, to be honest with you. <laughs> Did you find your book? Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Um, but we love the Dark Olympus series. So oh my God, so much. I'm excited about it. Yeah, no matter what. No yeah, matter what we'll it, read is. it Not all of them are like five stars. Right, but, like, but man, they're fun. Yeah. It's a are. fun time. Yeah. The, Katie Robert writes smut like no one else. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. You found your book. <laughs> I want to hear about it. Okay. So the uh, the book I've read by Rachel Lippincott is the She Gets the Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a new adult um, college freshman uh, sapphic romance. Mm-hmm. This one is called Pride and Prejudice in Pittsburgh. What? <laughs> it is a sapphic YA. It says, what if you found a once in a lifetime love, just not in your lifetime? Oh. And sounds like the main character was just dumped. Lucy Sinclair isn't expecting to find an oddly dressed girl claiming to be from 200 years in the future on her family's estate. (laughs) But she has to admit it's a welcome distraction for being courted by a man her father expects her to marry. So someone goes back in time. Apparently. Usually crap like that. Not Sorry. No, usually storylines like that. the, The person from the past comes to the future. Right. So that's fun. Right. I hate the cover art, not gonna lie. I thought, okay, first thought I liked I it. I saw that cover art and I was like, what the fuck is the that? Fuck is that? I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Is she self publishing? I'm, I'm so confused. I'm No offense to the person that drew that, but it sucks. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yikes. Oof. So there's that. I mean, that sounds interesting. It does. Looks terrible. But I hate the cover. In. A totally different fashion of a cover that I love. Um, it's called My Roommate is a Vampire by <laughs> Jenna Levine. Oh my gosh. Can I see this? Look at this cover. <laughs> oh my god. 
I love that. I love this so much. Okay, let me just let me read the description to you. I hope this is good. I love this so much. It looks so stupid, but I love it. Uh, it says, "True love is at stake in this charming debut romantic comedy." Jessa Greenberg loves being an artist, but it's a tough way to make a living. On the brink of eviction, she's desperate when she finds a too-good-to-be-true apartment in a beautiful Chicago neighborhood. Cassie knows there has to be a catch. Only someone with a secret to hide would rent a room out for that price. Of course, her her new roommate... Frederick J. Fitzwilliam is far from normal. He sleeps all day. Sorry. He's out at night on business and talks like he walked out of a Regency romance novel. (laughs) He also leaves Cassie heart-melting notes about the apartment, cares about her art, and asks about her day. He doesn't look half bad shirtless on the rare occasions they're both home and awake. But Cassie finds bags of blood in the fridge that definitely weren't there earlier. Frederick has to come clean. Cassie's sexy new roommate is a vampire and he has a proposition for her. I want to read this. So bad. So bad. It comes out August 15th. Oh, please tell me it's on Neck Alley. Oh, I don't. Please. It's from Berkeley. It's God from Berkeley. damn it, Berkeley. You're never going to get it. I'm so sorry. You might. Hey, you might. I get a lot you of art. People hate me, but they love you. <laughs> oh, fuck. I want to read that so bad. I'd read it today. I'd read it today. I'd read it right now. Out loud to you. <laughs> if I had the ebook, I would read it out loud. Oh, God. That's so fucking good. I gotta find out if it's on Net Cali. I really do. I'm gonna look. Please tell me. I am. <laughs> I can't find a title. Can I just search a title? My roommate is a vampire. Oh my god, it is. <gasps> Shut the front. Oh, it's from Berkeley, though. I'm never gonna get it. Do it anyway. I will. Is there an audio? No. No. Well, it just came me. out once. I'm sorry. This will be the one they'll give me. This is it. It's going to be it. This is it. If one of us is going to get it, it's got to be be you. It's got to be this. (laughs) It's romance slash sci-fi fantasy. Mm. (laughs) I love the cover so much. Uh, My next one is... Well, you can't really top that. Um, That was really good. It's called Kissing Kosher by Jean Motzer. Let me just... I found this one at the softball game today while I was quickly trying to... But the sun was so bright, I couldn't see my phone. Can I read this one quick? You sure can. It's called Whale Fall by Daniel Krause. Whale? Whale. Like a... Whale Fall is, is a scientifically accurate thriller about a scuba diver who's been swallowed by an 80-foot, six-ton sperm whale... <laughs> And has only one hour to escape before his oxygen runs out. Oh my god! Right? How is it scientifically accurate if you haven't been inside a whale? I don't know. (laughs) That's what it says. Huh. To defeat his demons and escape the belly of a whale. Want to read? Okay. (laughs) Back. Kissing Kosher by Jean Meltzer. Comes out August 29th. All I read was Enemies to Lovers. Step one, get the secret recipe. Step two, don't fall in love. 
and then it said, uh, 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 Avital? A-V-I-T-A-L. Sure. Cohen isn't wearing underpants. That's the only thing that I read. And I was like, what? <laughs> on. Is Avital okay? I was like, I'll put that on my, my list. <laughs> Woefully for unsexy reasons, chronic pelvic pelvic pain has forced her to sideline her photography dreams and her love life. It's all she can do to manage her family's kosher bakery, best babka in Brooklyn without collapsing. So I was like, Ooh, chronic pain. She needs hired help and distractingly handsome. Ethan Lipman finds the perf seems the perfect fit, except Ethan isn't there to work. He's undercover at the behest of his iron fisted grandfather. Though Lippmann's is the household name when it comes to mass-produced kosher baked goods, they don't have the charm of Avidal's Bakery or her grandfather's world-famous pumpkin spice babka recipe. As they bake side by side, Ethan soon finds himself more interested in Avidal than in stealing family secrets, especially as he helps her find the chronic pain relief and pleasure she's been missing. But perfecting the recipe for romance calls for leaving out the lies, even if coming clean means risking everything. Oh, that sounds really good. So really cute. Chronic pain. Love to read about it. Love the representation. Yes. Um, I was like, he's undercover. Oh, because his family wants her family secrets in the bakery. Bakery versus bakery. I love that. I also love it. Sounds very cute. Are you ready for my next one? I am so excited. This book is called The Trap by Catherine Ryan Howard. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> I've never seen anything Star Wars related, really. I've seen like two. Actually, I've seen like six movies. I shouldn't say I've seen nothing. I'm just saying. Wow. Six movies. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Like three times. Okay. Sorry. Continue. All right. I'm going to read the description. Okay. One year ago, Lucy's sister, Nikki, left to meet her friends at a pub in Dublin and never came home. The third Irish woman to vanish inexplicably in as many years. The agony of not knowing what happened that night has turned Lucy's life into a walking nightmare. So she's going to take matters into her own hands. Angela works as a civilian paper pusher in the missing persons unit, but wants nothing more than to be a fully fledged member of the and Grada Sorchana. The Irish police force. Sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> the official <laughs> investigation into the missing women stalled. She begins pulling on a thread that could break the case wide open and destroy her chances of ever joining the force. A nameless man through mm. the night. His <laughs> through the night, his latest victim in the back seat is going to tell her everything from the beginning. And soon she'll realize what you don't know can't hurt you. Yeah, I it. love a good thriller, man. It says an unsettling mystery inspired by a series of still unsolved disappearances in Ireland in the 90s, wherein Ooh. one young woman risked everything to catch a faceless killer. I love everything about it. I it know. sounds great. It does sound good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. August 1st. August 1st. I love it. My next one, which mm-hmm. is my last one. Yes, August. that was my last one. It's called None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Ooh. Be prepared. This is a good one. <laughs> Comes out July 20th. Excuse me. It was I thought we were in August. I thought we were too. I wrote it in the wrong column. I'm so sorry. So this is for July. <laughs> How dare you? <clears throat> the little teaser thing. 
She returns with a scintillating new psychological thriller about a woman who finds herself the subject of her own popular true crime podcast. <gasps> Celebrating her 45th birthday at her local pub. Po- popular podcaster Alex Summers. That's like a little tongue twister. Popular podcaster Alex Summers crosses paths with an unassuming woman called Josie Fair. Josie, it turns out, is also celebrating her 45th birthday. They are, in fact, birthday twins. A few days later, Alex and Josie bump into each other again. This time outside Alex's children's school. Josie has been listening to Alex's podcast and thinks she might be an interesting subject for her series. She is, she tells Alex, on the cusp of great changes in her life. Josie's life appears to be strange and complicated, and although Alex finds her unsettling, she can't quite resist the temptation to keep making the podcast. Slowly, she starts to realize that Josie has been hiding some very dark secrets, and before she knows it, Josie has never seen this one, I've never seen this one before. In invasion, inveigled, in in I N V E I G L E D, inveigled, inveigled. Her way into Alex's life and into her home. But as quickly as she arrives, Josie disappears. Only then does Alex discover that Josie has left a terrible and terrifying legacy in her wake. And that Alex has become the subject of her own true crime podcast with her life and her family's lives under mortal threat. Who is Josie Fair and what has she done? Holy shit. Sounds intense. Yeah, it does. Wow. Wow. <laughs> August, September. September. Oh, I don't know what months are where. In September. <laughs> the first one I have is the third book in a series, of course. Why? It's called Holly by Stephen King. Oh, I saw that. It's a third. What series is it a part of? The Holly Gibney series, apparently. Oh. <laughs> Fuck if I know. It comes out September 5th. That's all. <laughs> That's all the airtime will give Stephen King. Sorry. He doesn't need it. Yeah, he's fine. My first one is The Long Game by Elena Armas. Mm-hmm. Comes out September 5th. It just says, a disgraced soccer exec reluctantly enlists the help of a retired soccer star in coaching a children's team in this small town love story in the vein of Ted Lasso, and it happened one summer. Don't compare it to Tessa Bailey. Stop. Stop it. Um, I don't want to really read anything else. I like to go into her books just kind of like, ta-da. Um, I want to watch Ted Lasso. It seems very wholesome and cute. Nice. And I want to, I want to watch it, and I want to read this. Nice. <laughs> my next book is kind of surprising um it is the chalice of the gods number six in percy jackson and the olympians okay by I rick riordan saw that and i was like wait a minute it comes out new, september 26 there's a new it's percy release the original heroes from the lightning thief are reunited for their biggest challenge yet Getting Percy to college when the gods are standing in his way. Oh no, Percy's going to college? That makes me feel like a hundred years old. Yeah, but he should have been in college like ten years ago. (laughs) That's true. That's true. He's pretty old. At least ten. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) So there's that. Oh dear. (laughs) You're right. You're right. My next book is The Fragile Threads of Power by V.E. Schwab. 
Mm-hmm. Threads of Power number one. So she's starting a new series. Mm. This is a book that I was just denied for on Goodreads. Uh, not on Goodreads. On NetGalley. Net which is awesome. <laughs> I love that for me. Uh, comes out September 26th. <laughs> it's 656 pages. So she's rather thick. Mm-hmm. That's very upsetting. Um, but I don't know. I'm interested to see where she goes. Yes. From here. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Because I hated that one gallant that she wrote mm-hmm. i hate that but wasn't it ya or juvenile yeah it was ya yeah and i don't like her other ya or middle school or whatever it was juvenile mm-hmm. fiction whatever but like addie larue is perfect <laughs> addie larue is perfection right how so we'll see what her other what her new adult book is like my next one is called cleat cute by meryl wilsner I believe she wrote that one book that you read about the girl sleeping with her roommate's mom or something. Oh. I think that's who that is. <laughs> what was the author again? Meryl Wilsner. I don't know. Oh. Well, this is a sapphic romance. Uh, I'm here for it. And the little thing on the cover says, nothing sexier than playing hard. <laughs> it's about soccer. <laughs> this I'm one has a giveaway it. too. How come every book we're looking at has a giveaway? Yes, Meryl Wilsner. Yeah. It says, uh, sapphic rivals to lovers rom-com for fans of Ted Lasso and A League of Their Own. <laughs> which I love A League of Their Own. I love it all, yes. Where two soccer teammates are at odds before falling in love as their team gears for the World Cup. Mm. Again, soccer romance. What's wrong with me? Am I in my sports romance era? But I want to read this book really bad. <laughs> Sounds really good. All right, one more time. The author is... Or the, Meryl? Christ. The okay. title. The title. Cleet Cute. Cleet Cute. Cleet Cute. Want to read? Has to give away. Get you curious. I mean, oh, it's a, I figured it out. It's a obviously a physical book giveaway. But anyway, I still. Yeah. Yep. 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 Do you have any more for September? I mean, there's like a Jennifer L. Armentrout coming out with a book. Yeah, I, I ignored that. But I was like, you know, um, I really couldn't find a whole lot that I was crazy excited about. Right. So I have two more. I have two left. Okay. Um, this one's called The Wake Up Call by Beth O'Leary. Beth O'Leary wrote, um, oh my God, what's it called? I was just looking at it. The bro- No. Let me, let me percolate. This one has giveaway too, in case you're curious. <laughs> That's hilarious. A lot of these have so many. Yeah. The Flat Share. Jesus Christ, Morgan. Oh. Um, which has apparently... It's like a TikTok favorite because I walked into Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Nobles. I walked. I walked into Barnes and Nobles the other day, and it was on the TikTok, like table. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that makes sense. Doesn't whatever. Um, it's the little. Okay, I'll read it. Because <clears throat> it's short enough, I'll read it. Two sworn enemies, a failing hotel, one chance to save the season. It's the busiest season of the year, and Forest Manor Hotel is quite literally falling apart. So when Izzy and Lucas are given the same shift on the hotel's front desk, they have no choice but to put their differences aside and see it through. The hotel won't stay afloat beyond Christmas without some sort of miracle. But when Izzy returns a guest's lost wedding ring, the reward convinces management that this might be the way to fix everything. With four rings still sitting in lost property, the race is on for Izzy and Lucas to save their beloved hotel and their jobs. 
As their, as their bitter rivalry turns into something much more complicated, Izzy and Lucas begin to wonder if there's more at stake here than the hotel's future. Can the two of them make it through the season with their hearts intact? Question mark. Um, it's marked Christmas. Why is it marked Christmas? <laughs> is it? Oh, something about Christmas. Comes out December. <laughs> Comes out September 26th. No. <laughs> but I think it'll take place near Christmas? I don't know. I don't love Christmas romances, so... Come fly with me. Sorry, that's what my next one is called, and I had to sing it. Come fly, let's fly away. Um, we so, are singers. Oh my god, I am an artist. <clears throat> so this one's called Fly With Me by Andy Burke. I believe this one is also sapphic. Am I on drugs? Yes. Okay. Um, A sparkling and steamy opposites attract romance. Fly With Me by Andy Burke is filled with sharp banter and the sweet swooping feeling of finding the one when and where you least expect it. A one-way ticket to love or a bumpy ride ahead. Flying phobic ER nurse Olive Murphy. I love the name Olive. I don't know why. Is still gripping the armrest. Stop with your (laughs) I'll take that job. It's still gripping the armrest from her first ever takeoff when the pilot announces as uh, announces an in-flight medical emergency. Olive leaps into action and saves a life and ends up getting stuck in the airport hours away from the marathon she's running in honor of her brother. Luckily for her, Stella Serrano, the stunning type A co-pilot, offers to give her a ride. Oh, after the what two, kind of ride? Oh, sorry. After <laughs> two spend a magical day together, Stella makes a surprising will Olive be... Oh, what? That just says, Stella makes a surprising will Olive be her fake girlfriend. I don't know if there was a word missing in there, but whatever. Um, a video of Olive saving a life has gone viral and started, a gen- started generating big sales for Stella's airline. Stella sees their union as the perfect opportunity to get the boys club ex- ex- executives, Jesus Christ, at her company <laughs> who keep overlooking her for a long-deserved promotion. Realizing this ar- arrangement could help her too, Olive dives into memorizing Stella's comically comprehensive three-ring binder guide to fake dating. As the two grow closer, she's what's supposed to be a ruse feels more and more real. Could this be the romantic ride of their lives or an epic crash and burn? So it sounds like, take a hint, Danny, Graham, Danny Brown, but mm-hmm. gay and around airplanes. I love it. <laughs> to sum it up. I love every second of it. Because the description was kind of confusing. Yes. There in the middle when there was word missing in them. It was very confusing. Yes. But so, Stella saves a life on the plane. It goes viral. Bing, bang, boom. Kiss, 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 kiss. Fake dating. Love that. Sapphic. And on my to read list. Yes. That's my last one. Okay. Here's my last one. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. Okay. This one is called Herc by Phonesia Rogerson. Okay. Uh, This should be the story of Hercules. Mm -hmm. His 12 labors, his endless adventures, everyone's favorite hero, right? Well, it's not. Oh. (laughs) This is the story of everyone else. Uh, Herc's mother... Herc's first friend, or Herc's mother, she has knives everywhere. Herc's first friend, they were more than friends. Herc's oh. wife, she'll tell you all about their marriage. Uh, 
Eurystheus oh, yeah. oversaw Herc's labors. Definitely not hidden a jar. <laughs> his friends, his enemies, his wives, his children, his lovers, his rivals, his gods, his victims. It's time to hear their stories. Told with humor and heart, Herc gives voice to the silenced characters in this feminist, queer, and sometimes shocking retelling of classic Hercules myth. Interesting. Perfect for fans of Madeline Miller mm. and mm-hmm. Joanne M. Harris. I don't, I've not read anything by her, but... Madeline Miller. Madeline Miller. Madeline Miller. I'm a big fucking fan. Oh my god. says it's gay. And it says it's gay. <laughs> I'm here for it. Woohoo! <laughs> it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's definitely a book I don't think I would read. I think it's more of a book. It's more Sophia. Yeah, yes. for sure. For sure. Majorly Sophia. <laughs> like it was like made for Sophia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So those are our September, August, August, July July. book releases. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. There are sure there are some we missed. There are so many. There will be some scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Yes. And there will be some that we will find out about like after. Oh yeah. Like oh. Oh, we missed this one. Talk about that one. Why did we miss this one? I can't believe we missed this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do that a lot. We're on the human. Yeah. Not, we're not saying we're perfect. We perfect are by any means. not perfect. Shockingly enough. Shocking. No, it seems like it. I'm just kidding. Oh. Like, oh my God. We're not perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're pretty great though. <laughs> oh my God. The greatest. So if there are any mis- that we missed that you think we will like, please put it in a comment on our yeah, Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week. Next week is our mid-year chicken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, this week, this is our two-year anniversary. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my God. Two-year episode anniversary. We've been doing this for two years. I can't believe that. Isn't that crazy? I love that so much. <laughs> Aww. Happy anniversary. Aww. Hand hug. Hand, hand hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. I know. Go us. I'm sorry. What did you say we were doing next week? It's our mid-year book check-in. Yes. We do that every year. We do. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that next year. Since it's Week. coming Jesus out Christ. in July. <laughs> in July. <laughs> do you say next year? <laughs> I don't know how to fucking talk anymore, man. I'm honestly done it's talking. so tired. I have talked so much today and I want to be done. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at Pages and Pages Pod. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to the podcast itself, mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to us at. We're available everywhere. Yep. Um, that way you can get notifications when we post a new episode, which yep. is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central. 9 a.m. Central time. Um, I try my best to do, and I post every week on our Instagram. Uh, if not on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, sometimes Thursdays. Who knows? I'm not, I'm, Sophia's upped her game. I think, the, I think they look great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had to link it to like a, a review that I did, and I was like, God damn, oh, Sophia, these are great. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> I have fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening to thank us. Thank you. Please recommend us to your mom. Your jeweler. My jeweler. I don't have I don't have any jewelry. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um your um um uh, neighbor. Your tattoo artist. I want to get a tattoo. You should right here. Please do. I'm okay. So when this podcast comes out, I am 35, and I'm gonna have a midlife crisis. Yeah, (laughs) I'm excited about it. So you're either getting a piercing, yeah, 
or tattoo. Right. I'm excited. Me too. Excellent. Sorry, I had a point. I just put that in before we left. So one or the other. No life crisis. <laughs> no big deal. It's fine. <clears throat> but thank you for listening. <laughs> you have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.